0: my name on the back of my bed believe there's a god to save me from hell and dirt roads are made for country boys like me they took her baby don't believe in politically correct
1: she had her baby
0: if you want a piece of me cps taka better have a set a rifle and a four-wheel drive is all i need okay let get me a rhythm January. Beltu's gonna let him bleed today. He's going into shock. And it's good for you. Take your taramax today. President Business
1: enveloped by a cloud of drones. Descending from the sky. That's the most this I would never
0: let my kids read Chronicle SGU. I said And I'll say it right to the camera, stop it. <laughs> Boy, <mate.
1: laughs> Run,
0: and, uh, you want to do this right now?
1: I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're going to get this Taramax out. we are going to live a clean life.
0: Yes, i go going to a um, dissociative state because
1: you're tuned to hate radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Taramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, HateSat. Radio hate is starting now. Tuck the kids in. Tuck the kids in, good and tight. It's <laughs> a good start. Tuck the kids in, good and tight. Kiss them on their stupid faces and tell them goodnight. Because hate radio is about to come on. When hate second, Kilgore, take us to their dark places. And throw you to their demons who scratch, bicker, and stream you into stasis. This is Chronicle.su. I'm Sec and I have troubling news about the president that uh, Bill is going to present to us in just a moment. Kilgore is going to talk to us. Uh, but I have to warn our audience that tonight's episode is not suitable for minors. On tonight's episode of Hate Radio, we're discussing the very sensitive subject of our president's time as a piss mop, sissy piss whore for Chinese and Russian <laughs> trillionaires. Kilgore, who is Christopher Steele? First of all, and why do his allegations carry any weight?
0: Well, he's a MI6 agent who he's uh, tapped into the central, uh, you know, crossroads on the internet, and he listens to it all.
1: He can hear everything. Like he's got his ear to the ground, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's got. He's, uh, he's had a quickly He was originally had the lead on the piss tapes, but now he's figured out kind of the details behind it. And we all knew there were piss tapes, but we didn't know why, what they were, why they were, what they meant, who made them, what they were all about. But that's all come up. That's come up now. Christopher Steele um, took a big dose of terror, Max, and Sat at the uh, information superhighway interchanges, and you, when you like to know what he saw, but we'll get to that later. We've got a
1: piss tape professional.
0: We'll get to that shortly. We've got some other things we're going to talk about tonight too. Horrors
1: that he saw will come out in tonight's episode of Hey Radio. What first?
0: Well, we're also going to talk about. uh, Gee, I don't know. Apparently. Trying to read your tweet. We're going to talk about how hard it is for us to be podcasters. It's not really hard at all, I don't think, but maybe it is for you, and and we'll hear about your struggle.
1: It's difficult. It's very difficult being us. That's true.
0: Well, I wouldn't want to be two people either. Could you imagine having to be
1: two fucking people?
0: (laughs) Uh, No, I couldn't. I now, mean, it
1: would be good if there was only one consciousness, but because there are two to manage, but you are in control of them, how would that work? There's a lot of paradoxes I think that couldn't really be solved. You can't really be two people.
0: I think we have other other topics too. Um, not sure you might have mentioned them earlier in the show, but uh, there's all kinds I,
1: of crazy shit happening right now.
0: Yeah, yes. we'll get to the crazy shit. Uh, Scientists
1: you know, think, uh, are bringing back this fucking uh, life cells from old woolly mammoths.
0: All right, let's talk about that right now. That's that's a good one to start on. Nice, nice, easy, easy one.
1: A team of scientists in Japan. This is uh, Troubadour's working with these people. Uh, these fuckers in Japan have successfully coaxed some kind of activity. From 28,000 year old cells Now I didn't think that you could do this I thought that like once they were past About 10 or 12,000 they were dead But somehow they got these cells uh, Kind of to wake up From a frozen mammoth that was um, Implanted into Mouse cells So they took the cells from the frozen Woolly mammoth that got frozen into a Fucking uh, Ice sheet somewhere And they put his Cells into a mouse
0: Now, I would think the big issue would be unfreezing them because, well, they've uh, in the freezing process, they're damaged as the water crystallizes, and then when they're unfrozen, you know, uh, and I I think they'd be damaged again.
1: It was well preserved in the permafrost, but maybe it was. just one. There's uh. There's got to be some lucky cells in there that never quite crystallized or something. We're talking about at the cellular level,
0: right? Maybe they just have to pick out that one that that got by. They have to go through you know millions of them. Yeah, the fucking scientists. Yeah,
1: it's probably really easy for them. I bet dicking around with cells like this is is nothing. They could open a microscope right now and fucking isolate. A woolly mammoth cell and bring it back to life. Sure. Well, they. This is what Troubadour tells me. He says that um, none of them were able to like produce the actual cell division needed to like birth a fucking mammoth. But um, it it basically just says that cell activity can be restarted and parts of it can be recreated.
0: Now, if they can just get one cell, can they uh, clone that cell and uh, give us a full woolly mammoth? I
1: I think if you get enough cells, like maybe from enough different woolly mammoths, you could fill in the missing DNA gaps and clone it, right? Like if you had damaged... DNA from one and then incomplete set of damaged DNA from the others if you put enough of it together and you ran it through fucking whatever CRISPR or whatever the hell it is that they're using to analyze DNA.
0: Now I'm pretty sure that's what they did on a popular Hollywood movie uh, Jurassic Park and um, I I don't know myself if it's you know possible. It does sound plausible but I guess you'll have to ask Dr. Trubes. He, he seemed pretty excited. And he wanted to... Uh, oh, he was at full I, mast. He wanted to uh, get some more recent animals, though, rather than dinosaurs. I know he was looking at oryx a couple years ago, and he wanted to, to clone an oryx. And you know what an oryx is? It was the uh, bovid. The... Uh, Precursor to all modern cows, the bovid. Yeah, it was like the original. Bovine. Well, we have, uh, you know, uh, obviously a dog used to be a wolf, but a cow used to be this extinct species, an orc. And an orc was maybe twelve to fourteen feet tall, and it had to be shrunk down by uh, by man to be manageable, and but. But um, imagine a 14-foot-tall cow, and you 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 slice a slab of steak off that and sell it down at the grocery, you're making double the money. And that's why Dr. troops wants to bring them back. <coughs> you know, there's a real incentive. Whereas with woolly mammoths, I mean, nobody's going to make any money off that. They might make their career off of it as a scientist, but... Where's the where's the rub? There is none.
1: You can make even more too because the bovids are, are are real tall, right? So they're the bulk of their mass is up high, and then you can have regular sized cows underneath them. And you've got bovids up here, the you know they're the tall ones, and then under their legs and shit are the regular cows.
0: And you can cram twice as many into the same field.
1: Factory farming could just you know really this this all comes back to like what can you just turn into meat? What can you fucking factory farm into meat?
0: Well, there are other um, megafauna that there's plenty of megafauna that went extinct other than just the woolly mammoths we always hear about. Um, You've got giant sloths, and I mean, I don't think anybody eats sloth meat, so nobody's gonna mess with that. Um, We should try it. Alright, we'll go on a sloth hunt. I mean, geez, that's not going to look good in the papers when that hits with us smiling by a dead sloth. Those are cute, nice. uh, You know, I ain't killing no sloth. Maybe that's uh, something Raleigh might do on his vacation, but not me.
1: He sees the uh, the way a a fucking sloth looks at him, and he just wants to wipe the smile off its face.
0: You know, I can just imagine him shooting a sloth, grilling up a single little steak out of it, taking one bite, spitting it out. And just, uh, you know, leaving the corpse to rot (laughs) Yeah, with the spine and the
1: eyes and the fucking head all still attached and everything's put together He's a, you know, he's a character that Raleigh Sakers, he's an avid hunter And his whole thing is, like, to leave it laying there on the ground
0: Well, he, he thinks he's doing a favor for all the locals, he'd be like, oh yeah
1: It was a pest
0: Yeah, they just, well you know, them starving savages I left them a little bit of a little bit of meat. People in- and, and he's got a dead elephant behind him that he's just cut the tusks off for so he can make a go home and carve it into a, a big pipe.
1: People in IRC wanna know why the hate? Why is it hate radio? What do you mean hate? I didn't name it. Why does it gotta be hate radio? Hate what?
0: Well, Who do you hate? Well, Raleigh, uh, Theodore Sakers, our CEO, forced us to choose this name because he said it would get us a lot of hits and that we'd make tons of money. And people join it just to, uh, you know, indulge their white supremacy. And they get here and they get a me grilling them. Yelling at them
1: Yeah it's not what they think
0: And uh I mean that's about All the hate we've got
1: They come in And they say I'm here for the hate Is this where I get the hate
0: And then I give it to them
1: I say that ain't what I meant Yeah they,
0: they want <coughs> We um We don't hate with the haters We hate at the haters If you understand What we're saying The you counter hate that. Well you know when they're saying Oh You don't want people To laugh at you that's what we do. We hate. We laugh at. Hate at.
1: Why does it gotta be these... hate radio?
0: <laughs> well,
1: I don't like hate. Why can't just, it be love radio? Why isn't well, it love radio?
0: Well, it's a paradox. Listen, we could be tolerance radio. You could be a love radio, but there's a paradox there because if you love and and uh, you know tolerate everything. Then yeah. you're, then you just open the door for more hate, that's more true. intolerance.
1: <laughs> that's true. They'll sneak in, man. <laughs> We're saying like, who do we love? Yeah, we don't love them.
0: You ever, you ever heard one of these people like, I tolerate and love everyone, and then they, you know, they're, they're faced with a white supremacist, evil fuckers, and they're like, well. Everybody has their own ideas. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not who we are. We hate that shit. No. That's what we are.
1: Clawing, clawing at their face and in their eyes.
0: That's why it's called hate radio. So we are coming at you with the
1: fucking hate.
0: Yeah, if you're out there listening, that's, that's about the best explanation we got.
1: Well, somebody, uh, I heard somebody say, well, it just keeps the world colorful. <laughs> it just keeps things
0: interesting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. People sure. carrying
1: torches up and down the road through Charlottesville. Sure does keep it interesting.
0: Uh, I'm not into that scene.
1: World needs all types. That's sick. <laughs> it takes a village to raise your stupid fucking kid. This is hate radio. Why has it gotta be hate? So Christopher Steele got his ear to the ground.
0: All right, let's get to the main story tonight. We got past the mammoths bullshit.
1: That was dumb. The whole thing about the mammoths, but it will be like Jurassic Park if they can do it, and they're going to get loose, and it's going to be.
0: And then, and that, well, to put a period to that sentence, to put an end to that idea, um, the only person who is putting down big money, big to money bo- to get the mammoths out there is Raleigh. Because he wa- he wants to gun down mammoths because he does have a conscience and killing uh, elephants for ivory is just not as efficient. Um, do you see the tusks on those mammoths? They're big, man. He's going to make himself a big six foot long pipe with a uh, mammoth tusk, uh, and a, he's- a real tusk. He wants them real. He wants to go. He wants them for the hunting experience. And he's going to put he's put down a billion dollars towards getting them, uh, you know, uh, engineered just like he wants them.
1: And he said he might engineer other species, and he might bring other species back to life to hunt them for sport too.
0: And he's pretty crazy. Like he he was uh, just grilling Doctor Troubadour, saying, "I want them to taste like steak. I want their hair to be like horse hair, and I want their ivory to be twice as big."
1: And he and wants Dr. them to scream like people when he shoots them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God! <clears throat> well, I mean, so that's that. That's, that's that's the mammoth project. We got all the usual suspects in tow: Doctor Troubadour, Raleigh Theodore Sakers, and
1: <laughs> the President.
0: That's really that's like the minor story tonight. The major story the, we have:
1: the President is a yeah. fucking piss mob.
0: Well, he's a. There's been this major new allegation from Christopher Steele that revealed um, he, Donald Trump is a victim of sex, slavery, human trafficking and this goes back three decades. And we have this exclusive story so you're not going to see it anywhere else except on Internet Chronicle and um, we learned through several uh, sophisticated type of hacking techniques that um Mrs. Yang's Rubdown Palace at Mar-a-Lago has been selling access to Trump. Everybody knew that, but this access means more than that. It means that these Chinese billionaires were dropping a million bucks to piss on Trump, to get a golden shower with him. And they've been dropping million after million. You know, They all want to get a piece of this. Like This is their kink. This is their thing russian uh clipped are in it everybody wants a uh, piece of that trump pussy and it goes back decades this isn't this isn't new this is part of his uh life this is how he met melania um
1: they met at a piss party
0: yeah yeah she well she was working uh working the piss party next to him and uh there you know this goes back to his financial troubles his business troubles and his bankruptcies, and he took out all these loans from the Russian mobsters in the 90s. And um, he could never pay them back because he kept fucking up. And so they decide, well, we'll just keep feeding them money, but here's the thing. You gotta be our piss pig. One day, and, uh,
1: one day, Trump, you gonna back that Trump pussy up on this dick. And, but, they, and he did. Yeah. That's what he does now.
0: Well, he's been passed around between all kinds of... Uh, and and uh, finally ended up with uh, Cindy Yang. Set her up in Mar-a-Lago.
1: There are parties now where they'll pass him around the room, one after the other, from right to left. And yeah. yeah. He's, and he sits down and he brings them all to orgasm, one after another, after another. He's up and down. I mean, his legs are as tired as his asshole. Because there's got to be 30, 35 world leaders in this room. It's basically the UN.
0: Well, the shadow UN, the the Russian-Chinese Bilderberg alternative. I don't know their name. I've never even uh, heard of this alternative to the Bilderbergs. But they're out there. They're these billionaires who just are non-Western, not part of the U.S.-European orbit. And these guys have Trump at all their parties as like a uh, just so they can feel superior. Uh,
1: see, it says here that uh, she was they were paying for access to Trump through her organization, but this access most likely meant her clients purchased million dollar golden shower sessions urinating on the president over thirty times during the first year. Of his presidency alone.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, there's been some speculation that every day he's been on the golf course, or maybe many of the days he's supposedly been on the golf course, he was actually, uh, you know, shacked up in Mrs. Yang's uh, Mar-a-Lago kind of pit with uh, the billionaires.
1: Now there was a – there was. it was nice, though, because there was a hatch – and she could open that hatch and throw food down to him, and he right. got whatever he got—burgers and stuff, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A.
0: Yeah, they just throw bags, Happy Meals. Really, it's his favorite,
1: and uh, it kept his it kept his TP tight, his Trump pussy tight.
0: I didn't know that. Uh, you could do that with fast food? That's uh, news to me.
1: It keeps his uh, rectum nice and tight <laughs> I mean you gotta feed him something But that fast food is also very cheap um, Trump's pro- Trump has like Prostate complications from this From what I heard because uh, Oh really? Yeah uh, But the advantage is, is that, like See all the caffeinated beverages that they're feeding him the, the drinks that come with the happy meals and shit, that's enlarging his prostate and it's giving him prostatitis and other things, and uh, the complications that you see with old men, and so when he's taken in the ass from these Russian billionaires, uh, he is involuntarily ejaculating out of his uh, from the um, the stimulation to his Enlarged prostate, that so he's just squirting ejaculate out all over the floor in front of these men for everybody's uh, whatever. Their disgusting fucking sexual pleasure, right? They want to see the our, our president used in this manner, and they pay good coin for it. You can go in the dark net right now and order this. Oh wow! But um, they'll they'll never show us a video, right? That's that's kind of the thing, is what we're just supposed to take Steele's word for it.
0: Sure. Well, he did post, he did give us a photograph, and uh, you can see that on Chronicle SU if you're over 18. Oh, let me look.
1: Is this one of uh, them dumping a bucket of urine over the president?
0: That's right, and they like to have him suited up like that, and then, you know, looking like a— uh, you know, American capitalist pig that they can, you know, then... Uh,
1: He's got that red tie. The jacket is worth. buttoned. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the iconic President Trump.
0: There's even some speculation that they set him up to be president because that just made their kink. It just set off their kink, you know, because like, well, it's one thing if it's this, Famous, uh, wealthy capitalist, but it's another. If he's going to be the president, like that, just took it to another level. And Mrs. Yang was able to up her prices by, you know, four or five times. Used to be, you could just see him for two hundred grand. Now it costs a million to see the so, president. Yeah, and really, it wasn't that big of an investment in his ads. They would just throw a million here, a million there, buy these strange Facebook reddit type of ads buy these bots up and make them post shit you know and uh they got him to be president just so they could piss on him apparently i mean that's outlandish
1: it's It's a power thing
0: but it's true it was for the thrill yeah of that's right uh, exactly
1: we've got him now you know we can groom him to be a better object for our sexual desires and we can uh, we can further subjugate his will by raising him to the level of the supposed leader of the free world and the whole significance of that to him will be that uh, he is not free at all He's he himself is not free he's not leading anybody he's just our piss mom sissy Shows up in his fucking lingerie, his butthole shaved, fucking high Melania's Jesus. high heels. Jesus,
0: no, they. I don't think that's what they do. They buy they buy uh, other sex slaves for that stuff. For with him, it's all about the uh, suit and tie and the hair. And <laughs> they want him to be uh, every time. Just like they don't TV. mix it up. No, they don't. No, no. Making him president is how they mix it up, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he has to be in the suit and tie, uh-huh. the presidential they, red. Oh tie. yeah, yeah. And they they got sometimes they'll put him in the, the MAGA hat and the the stupid bomber jacket and whatever,
1: like a Ken doll.
0: Yeah, dress him up I mean, for the
1: occasion, but
0: yeah.
1: at the end of the night, he's getting a bucket of piss dumped on him, hot piss.
0: And listen, when, when they heard he was trying to build the wall to, to keep out the, the sex traffickers, that that night was the worst night of his life. And he's walked back the wall and avoided building the wall ever since then because of these uh, people who control him with this kind of domination play. Domination.
1: You're getting sex trafficked. Domination. <laughs> Uh, Q Army detectives as usual are hard at work what are they doing
0: well, like I said they they've been looking into all the little clues and and uh, misspellings and and uh, you know the common phrase is like presidential harassment they they've uh, compiled uh, he's a victim an astounding list of uh, just, just the moments when he was you know, harassed and by who and, and uh, you know, just who's buying time with him in these piss showers. Apparently, uh, you know, uh, is Dean Putin is one of Miss Yang's biggest customers. And you know these, you always hear about how he spent time alone with Trump and uh, nobody knows what happened. They sent the translators out of the room. How are they going to have a talk without translators, right? You know what they're doing. We now know probably what Mr. Putin's up to in these sessions. And it ain't pretty.
1: No. He's showing Trump what it's like to get pissed on. Uh, The irony ever set in that uh, now, you know, after pissing on all these um, Eastern European prostitutes that – the irony of Trump Now being the one getting pissed on Has that Has he indicated Whether uh you know has he acknowledged that
0: Well listen this is You gotta have a more Complex view of Of a sexual abuse and It kind of Um this whole grabbing Pussies thing it's just how he Kind of copes with
1: it It's an expression he's, of his own Abuse
0: yeah he's he's um kind of learned lessons in his abuse that this is normal this is how it goes and that it's okay and that um
1: this is just what people do i guess right presidents like
0: me but uh you know it's my fault meanwhile you know he is a human and and uh it's just he's just been abused his whole life for decades and decades ever since he uh Fucked up his business and got embroiled in this this Russian pissing uh, yeah. for billionaire stuff.
1: He's these little Chinese men grabbing him, grabbing his winky, goosing him, coming up behind him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: trying to pick him up and carry him off to their bedrooms and stuff. Keep the tie on. Don't, don't take off your tie. Keep that tie on. Jingjong is going to piss on you.
0: Mm-hmm. You're but, right. but that's sexy a, a sexy little piss whore. That's a world-shattering major revelation that you heard here first on the hate show. I'm and
1: just, you um, know... Uh,
0: you know. probably see it on CNN t- tomorrow.
1: I'm conflicted because I strongly dislike the president of the United States
0: but you you feel a little sad for him maybe yeah well yeah, I mean nobody wants to be a victim I always thought he was oh yeah he's just playing the victim he's a uh, can't deal with being hated and being a hate you know hateable hateful type of character but uh, now you learn this and and there's another layer of it. you know it's like Oh, wow, maybe he is a victim, but uh, that doesn't really excuse what he's done. or That just gives you a kind of more complicated view here.
1: It explains a lot about our president.
0: It sure does. It explains everything, actually, down to his hair.
1: He says you can do anything to him. They let you do anything. Yeah. Yeah, we know, Mr. President.
0: <laughs> we we should. He needs to see therapist about that, not a... Not, uh, not uh, brag about it to uh, old Billy Bush. We're,
1: we're we're sorry that they did that to you, Mr. President. We know. Grab them by the pussy. I know. Yeah, you grab them by the pussy. You, when you see women, you just uh, can't help yourself. You just start kissing. We know. It's okay. We understand. <laughs> Get in the fucking van. You're going to the happy house, Okay. You're going to the state run hospital that Reagan shut down. We're reopening it for you. Calling it Trump Memorial. And you're gonna be the first fucking dude. The piss whore that broke. And uh, and completely brought back the houses, the halfway houses for piss whores. I mean that could be a real come up. It's a Cinderella story. If I've ever heard one. Donald well, Trump.
0: This is like, I think maybe in 10 years we'll see a lifetime story, lifetime movie about how Donald Trump uh, dealt with sex slavery. You know what and sex it'll be called? All the Men's President. Oh, yeah. Jesus. That's a good one. What's that of making fun of? I don't know what movie. All or...
1: the President's Men was about the Watergate scandal, how one by one oh, all yeah. the President's men went down around him like
0: actually like what's happening now right and you know i've seen more and more comparisons to nixon and um you know it's easy in retrospect to think nixon uh, had no support nixon you know he but his support fell out gradually and he had his 37 percent that always supported him but it doesn't take that much that many republicans to turn against him really to end his presidency and uh As he's failing to build this uh, wall and fulfill his promises and his, you know, presidency is lacking all the, I guess you could say, high energy of his campaign. it's a real low energy presidency. You know, he's not finding new allies anywhere. He's just got his uh, core of racists and. And uh, that's about it, man. much more than that.
1: Good old boys up in there. Missed uh, IRC messages in the chat here.
0: All right, let's 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 catch up with the chat.
1: They're saying, what's up? Hey, sir. Uh,
0: fuck got,
1: them. We got boring. pictures of dogs. Yeah. All right. I thought it would be something else. Let's see what this. Hey, Notch is freaking out.
0: Again. oh yeah again this yeah. guy is uh he's uh really having a never-ending meltdown you know you think the guy who made minecraft would be chill and like uh creative and open type of person yeah. but he's just he seems to be like he never gets laid he's always tensed up yeah he seems to be like the kind of guy who's victim. like Sitting in a corner scratching himself and muttering and
1: he's scratching his beard. You can hear it from across the room as he's like sc- scratching that fucking beard, leering at everyone like I they're stupid. They're he's not got, as smart as me.
0: Well I was more thinking like sores all over his body, but sores open
1: sores on his mouth. Dude, go chop a tree notch. Go turn it into a fucking crafting table and get off the internet. It's time.
0: Might be the kind of guy who would, like, you know, kinds of tries to create this, like, unassailable fortress. And You remember, uh, what was his name? SK Chewie? Yes. Simon. Now that, Simon, yeah. Now, Simon.
1: He was a great uh, Minecraft uh, well, creator in uh, 2012.
0: The thing about Simon that really was Minecrafter. But really, you know, and he had like no following at all. You'll nobody knows about this live streamer except us. But could
1: make long, long videos mm-hmm. where he created these geometrically perfect structures and stuff.
0: And yeah, and he was it was all about impeccable control
1: and like this. Control over the lighting and everything.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he had systematic control over this whole area of of Minecraft wild. And, um, you know, one little slender man comes in and picks up one of his cubes and, you know, I can imagine he'd lose his mind, right? He'd he'd lose his shit. But uh, Notch, if you imagine him, he'd be like Simon, only it would be just a mess and it would be a big, giant fortress and, you know, with punishment, he'd probably be one of those people who gets, who builds his own village, and captures all the villagers and and exploits them for resources. Right?
1: Notch says, "Found a great girl, but she's afraid of me and my lifestyle, and went with a normal person instead."
0: Oh well, look! Well, our our um our uh, what do you call it? Our hunch. Is correct. He's uh he's not getting not a, no hunch. He can't get laid because yeah. he's a scary creep.
1: Yeah, people, girls look at him like a fuck. He's a tumbleweed. Like I stay away from that. It might have ticks.
0: I mean, Christ, to tw- You take one look at his uh, Twitter account and you see his views on the world, and it's like, you know, maybe he should go date cattle and, uh, you know, milk them.
1: Get off of Reddit.
0: He's got to, you know. He's like uh, Tucker Carlson. He thinks women are like unevolved beasts or something.
1: Well, hold on a second, there,
0: Kilgore. I. Uh, you see that? Tucker I not know Carlson. that Tucker felt
1: that way, but um, yeah. you know, I agree.
0: True.
1: I agree with him on that subject. So. Well, I. I don't disagree. Women are to be. Are to be bred, like cattle, and you can make big, tall ones?
0: Bovids? No, see, you, you misunderstood that. A bovid would be any cow-like creature, including an oric, And the oryx are the tall ones, but a bovid could be even a miniaturized cow.
1: Oh, that'd be cool. Like, yeah. the size of a dog?
0: And that way you could have three tiers of cows. You have your dog-sized cows... Your uh, classic, you know, kind of six foot tall at the most cow. You get, and then you'd have your giant fourteen foot cows, and they'd all be living together and in interbreeding, and possibly they'd, you know, you get even bigger cows. I would
1: like a cow line. about the size of a a whale.
0: Well, whale sized size cow that you had thing. to
1: keep it in the water.
0: Well it would ha- you'd have to really do a lot of engineering on it and keeping it in the water might be your best bet because I think uh, with elephants one of the major evolutionary uh, problems with them is they gotta they gotta carry all that weight.
1: or you could have it up on um, up on a crane and then spray it down with a water hose.
0: Well, no, you know what? The easiest thing to do, I think, would be to take a whale and splice in the cow so you would get a whale that, that would taste like cow meat. So you would have these giant steaks, you know, the size of your house.
1: Yeah, sure. And it can swim around with its big fucking tail. Why does it need a tail?
0: You could cut off the tail. You splice it right off, um, just grow it in a tank. You know, the best thing to do, and I'm sure the, veg- the vegetarians out there who have a conscience about this type of thing would be really pleased if we could engineer the brains right out of animals so that they're just just a spinal cord that has no consciousness at all and <laughs> feels no pain.
1: You're, yeah, then you're golden.
0: Well, not really. No, because think about it. Then you're kind of playing God, and not only that, but you have got to keep this, you know, corpse on life support. And uh, even more so, it raises other questions. Like, you know, of course, it still has nerves and a spinal cord. Maybe its existence is just nothing but pain. And you know, maybe there is existence and some kind of consciousness there. So, say you engineer all the nerves totally out of it, and the brain, including the brain, including the spinal cord, it's all sustained just by kind of an electrical machine. Still, I mean, that's almost even more grim, right? Like, you've got this bizarre cyborg meat farm, just this, uh, and it's not only that, but it's a really inefficient kind of... Uh, Polluting type of thing because think about it—you got to feed it still, and uh, you've got to—it's got to uh, it's gotta digest all that stuff, and it releases its methane and, and so on. And right, and you know, still shit. There are yeah. other well, that, the the shit is not a bad thing for the environment. In fact, it's very good. It uh, you know, fertilizes the fields. Right, and it's gonna use piss.
1: It. Do these things have dicks?
0: Both piss and shit. Are good for fertilizing your crops. This is automatic, but it is
1: it is dark though to think that this thing is just standing there day and night growing. Well, that,
0: that would be a factory, a factory meat farm, right? Like on a you vine. Could, yeah, and that would, it would be. A, it is kind of you know a sick science fictional uh, question.
1: You still have to feed it nutrients, right? It, it would have to digest everything.
0: I don't, I feel, I have a feeling that most vegans would feel, vegans, vegetarians would feel this is only heightening the uh, monster, monstrous thing that is eating animals. Yeah. Now, do you know about foie gras? No. Well, foie gras is a, uh, very, uh, upscale type of food, uh, and it's, Goose or duck liver that's been, and this, it has to be fattened up. And if you look it up and you look into it, you'll see that these farmers, and they've been doing this for centuries, if not millennia, what they do is a couple months before they're about to butcher these birds, they stick this tube down their throat and squeeze uh, increasing amounts of food into them.
1: So this is like the stream of nutrients going into these beasts that are just standing there.
0: Right. With their asses hanging out. And they, you know, forced feeding of, uh, yeah, yeah. It's called gavage. And uh, there's other, there's other types uh, of, you know, they don't just force, you know, you can get foie gras by, uh, you know, you uh, know, butchering a goose at a certain time of year when they've taken on the most fat and uh, that's like supposedly humane there is humane there's such a thing if if you think eating meat can be humane which I know a lot of our listeners probably don't think and um, there's also uh, there's I don't know, I forget the name of these birds but there's these little birds I I think there's some kind of sparrow. And what they do is they put a, uh, some kind of cover over its eyes or, uh, over its cage. And apparently, because just because their eyes are covered, they think they're always hungry and they just keep eating and eating. So there, there are other ways to, like, overfeed these animals so that they, you know, basically, stuff themselves so that people can eat them and have an incredible culinary, gastronomic experience. And these sparrows are plucked, deep-fried, and uh, eaten whole. Can you imagine sitting down at a table and having someone give you a little bird and you just eat it like a chicken wing? And supposedly that <laughs> suppose, supposedly uh, I read bird. the whole bird and I read this about this in Anthony Bourdain's book and he is you know a lot of people love Anthony Bourdain but he is one of the most vocal or was one of the most vocal proponents of force feeding and uh, gavage and he he uh wrote about it like pornographically like eating this bird that had been blindfolded and you know had ate itself to death basically and then been deep fried and then he he writes about biting into it like and it's like searing hot
1: to its own juices
0: and all you know all its guts are like pouring into his mouth and all those hot guts it, yeah cuz it's been force fed it's just like every all the it's, plump, it's just dude. so good, right?
1: It's force-fed with stuff that, like, Anthony Bourdain would want to taste.
0: Right. They actually do feed it, like, nuts and dates and, you know, the type of things that, you know, because you're eating its guts, it better be good, right?
1: Oh, oh I, taste, I taste what it ate.
0: But, you know, this, this brings me around to, uh, you know, uh, Joey's World Tour and the kind of disgusting... Eating habits of, uh, you know, not the high culture, but of the... Uh, the Joey culture. Of the low culture. and a know, video the popular.
1: Uh, about the alien-looking guy, Joey looked more grotesque. They used the worst shots of him.
0: Right. They went to the worst content to try to make... Um,
1: Old alien face look
0: normal. Well, yeah, review bra. Now, review bra is an oddity because he dresses like a... Uh, Businessman or a, you know, a, the upper class, upper crust. Yet he is at these low-end dining establishments, and you would think, seeing the guy, he should be stuffing down the foie gras. He should be, uh, you know, eating these whole birds and steak dinners. And they ask him, "Why aren't you eating steak dinners?" And he's like, "Well, I'm eating whole get- birds right now." That won't get me views, he said. Most people don't eat that, and what most people eat, um, you know, in many ways, is more uh, grotesque and, you know, disgusting. Like, you know, it's one thing to be uh, treated. You know, the, here's the thing: these birds that are killed with gavage, and this is what Anthony Bourdain always says: they're they're killed. There, they live a much nicer life. And, you know, it's only the last few months where they're stuffed like, like fucking, you know, in this force feeding, disgusting act. But, I mean, compare them to the chicken you eat, you'll get at a Burger King or whatever. That chicken has been kept in a cage its whole life. You know, it probably eats the worst slurry in the world. It has no kind of, you know, it's so bad. The, the conditions there are so disgusting and dirty that they wash its corpse with chlorine you know with bleach just bleach the corpse you know in europe you're not even you know they can't use the methods we use to sanitize our our chicken and our meat because it's just so poison just so toxic but we have to do that here in america because of how um what do you call it? How, how unsanitary these these factory farms are, especially the chicken ones. And you know, here's the thing: our beef and our chicken, are, and our factory farms, are the reason why you can't eat rare, medium rare hamburgers. Why you can't eat raw eggs. Why you can't eat um, uh, medium rare chicken. It's not because that's inherently dangerous. No, not at all. In fact. It's quite normal to eat poultry below well done, all across the world. That's an anomaly of the United States and its low standards of sanitary uh, conditions in, in these factory farms. Don't
1: no, don't you eat it too raw? You got to cook that shit off.
0: That's right. And uh, elsewhere, you know, it's if you ever watch Iron Chef, you'll see. Oh, they're they're eating turkey that's medium. That's cooked medium. And you're you might think, oh, that's disgusting. That what is their sanitary standards like? And the they're rolling ir-
1: around in their piss like President Trump.
0: Well, the ironic thing is that the sanitary standards are actually much higher dealing with their livestock and their food, and that's why they're able to or not able to, but you know, casually eat. Uh, Things that we would think of as automatically infested with salmonella, I mean, mean, we really shouldn't be surprised if we've seen our factory farms.
1: Now, I love a good factory farm footage video.
0: I, you remember even just in uh, hours, even in uh, what was that movie, Napoleon Dynamite? You saw that chicken farm.
1: It was bleak.
0: That wasn't even particularly, uh, you know, real or, or uh, you know, grotesque like it can be.
1: I'm looking at this footage right now. I can't watch this shit.
0: That's what you eat.
1: They're dude. They're they're running these chickens on a conveyor belt. Just that's how many chickens are dying. Chicken, 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 chicken. Off the conveyor belt into the fucking thing that chops them up.
0: There's a chicken farm up on the mountain, and I haven't actually been in it, but it's been shut down for years, and I think it ended up getting shut down because it was so... Just the wash off of it was contaminating the local water supplies and people lived out of their wells so it had to go but apparently there some great chasm opened up underneath it and there's a i was uh in some guy's old shed out behind his back and he was telling us this story he's like now don't chance go up in that chicken that chicken factory there's a big old pit 50 feet deep you never getting out if you slip down in there. You just don't go up in that factory. Wow! And I, I never went up there.
1: That was uh, that was the right choice. I would not have gone to that chicken factory either, knowing and, a pit.
0: Was well, I, there. Ne- I never had any desire to go in there. But
1: the pit didn't necessarily repel you because you weren't going anyway.
0: Oh well, it was just another another layer. I didn't want you know didn't want to want go up there to start with. Definitely didn't want to go out there to finish. Yeah. Out there to the pit.
1: Oh, I fell in the pit. He warned me. (laughs) He tried to fucking warn me.
0: Well, that pit could be a a symbol. It's like whenever you hear about salmonella outbreaks, that's that pit you can't get out of. I think about the pit. it's It's that factory farm that they don't take care of.
1: Factory farming? Uh... Not that alarming. We're not worried about it on hate radio. We think it's um, pretty funny in general. And uh, I wonder, like, what's the fastest you can kill? Because I, I know that in some places, they'll kill the animals so fast and it's such high quantity that um, the fire department or whatever has to call them and say, okay, that's enough today. Gotta, really?
0: Why Why the fire department? Does it doesn't even make sense?
1: I don't know who actually makes the call <laughs> But somebody Some does regulator Yeah, the city it. fucking uh-huh. manager or something
0: Well like they, I don't, dude, we I can don't smell know anything it. about that
1: Like the sky is a different color It smells like death Not today It's hot, it's July I went looking for that apartment When I first moved here to Brooklyn and, um, and I went in to this place, and I noticed that there was just all this garbage in the building next door to where I was moving. And I said, "What what's, what's up with that building? It's just they're, they're moving pallets of trash in and out of it. And they say, oh, that's where they burn the, the city's garbage. It's a big incinerator. I said, oh, you ever smell it? Does it ever, you know? And the guy made a face like, Ugh. uh, uh. Like, I had offended him. Like, this guy doesn't like the smell of burning garbage. He said, yeah, you can smell it a couple of weeks in July. Most of August. Yeah. Uh like, like, I was the asshole.
0: Well, at least he was being straight up with you.
1: No, he wasn't. I mean...
0: He was trying to make you, it sound like... Well...
1: You only you gotta, smell trash for two weeks.
0: When you're trying to sell someone some busted ass car and and someone's like hey look at that big old dent on it they'll have to say something you know they can't just be like "Eh," you know that's a salesperson you gotta understand he's gotta put some spin on it right
1: so i happen to appreciate the smell of burning trash
0: you know you're in the junk shop all day people ever come in there and point at some shit like oh uh, that's a busted ass thing. I don't want to pay that much for it. What do you? What? How do you? How do you treat them?
1: I say uh, you're gonna have to get down on your knees and say please.
0: And then and you I, knock twenty bucks off, and I unzip him. my pants. Jesus.
1: And we go from there. That's just, I think, an honest way of doing business. That's like bringing a species back to life, just to. Uh, factory farm it without a face, which is something Raleigh uh, Sakers would like. You know, this factory farming really um, goes a- along with the earlier story about uh, raising creatures without a face,
0: without a brain, without uh, sensations,
1: and bringing them back to life. You could bring a mammoth back to life and force feed it
0: until its liver Swole up to the size of a a uh, Volkswagen Beetle, and then you just slice chunks off of that while it's still that. alive. Why, why, why? While it's alive? I mean, what's the point in that?
1: Uh, you know,
0: you got to bleed it so you don't get these bloody ass uh, blood clots in your steak. Now you
1: want it to suffer, though?
0: No, no, no. Suffering makes it taste bad. That's why you know. That's why they put so much salt on that fast food because it's factory farmed. You want I to like, taste the salt. And I like the a meat. good
1: salty fast food burger. I always you know, yeah. try to get one.
0: Now, on speaking of burgers, and you know, we we almost went on to the fast food thing. Now, speaking of burgers, I saw a video today where these guys were making some specialty regional burgers, and there was one called the uh, like Lacey burger, and this guy he took it he took his ball of meat and when he put it on the grill or on the flat top he took this his spatula and just smeared it just smeared it into this thin little yeah oh yeah that's what is it and uh I'm just over. looking at the chat we've got our listeners been watching the, the same video too. yeah he just, he just smeared it out across the uh, grill, and it turned into this lacy, crispy-looking thing. And I thought to myself, well, goddamn, I've never cooked a burger right in my life. That Apparently. sounds pretty good. It looked, it looked all right, yeah.
1: That, that sounds really good. You could do that on a flat top on a grill like that. Juicy Lucy was the cheese one.
0: Yeah. Trying.
1: Yeah to remember that one.
0: Oh yeah that one they use some kind of press to to get the cheese in there you had to use some kind of burger press and it seemed like the big the big deal is always about like smearing the meat around or crushing it or something but why you know i i couldn't tell you i i recently learned how to really uh Make a uh, decent, just uh, minced. How to how to how to cook some minced uh, meat in your in your uh, pan. And if you're if you're gonna cook some some beef into a taco or into a into a bolognese or spaghetti sauce, I realize I've been doing it wrong all along. Apparently, well. What I did wrong is I kept mixing – I mixed it and mix it and mix it. And uh, because of that, it would never brown. And you'd always get this kind of steamed, chunky, kind of little chewy bits that weren't that good. And what you're supposed to do when you put your ground beef in your pan – and this isn't for making burgers. This is, like I said, for tacos and shit. You kind of just smear it across the pan and let it sit for good 5 minutes until you start really smelling that caramelization because if you start mixing it up what happens is all the liquid comes out and it just boils and steams and it all turns this kind of grayish disgusting color but if you just let it sit at the bottom of the pan and so you know you might think oh it's not cooking evenly well that's the point you don't want all that liquid to come out instantly you just so you actually stir it two or three times over the course of 10 or 15 minutes, whether this is ground pork, ground beef, ground lamb, whatever, and you get a much better color on it, a much better flavor, and it all breaks down and you don't get these big clumps. And it's really good. I never cooked it properly in my life. And it was just as simple as, not stirring it up so damn much. I think That's kind of a thing that uh, can make a lot of things go wrong, like gardening.
1: Over-stirring the garden.
0: Well, that's not, no. Over-watering. You put too much water in it. And that's like a major, it's a major uh, no-no. You don't want to give too much water you just want it to be moist so that it can absorb and it it actually doesn't drink water like people do because you know you might think oh that is drinking it no it just needs that moisture there so it can absorb and if you pour water in it like it's drinking what you're really doing is dissolving all the nutrients out and and kind of washing them away so you just want to kind of keep it moist that's all you got to do
1: you don't want to piss on it.
0: Actually, you do. Piss is great.
1: Um, You're not salting it?
0: No, no, no. I mean, here's the thing. The piss, unless you piss on the same plant every day, day in and out, what happens is the piss breaks down into uh, nitrites, nitrates, which the plant needs to live. Uh, you can actually buy <coughs> granulated piss at the garden store. Now, can
1: I take a dump on my tomato, p-
0: yeah, here's the thing, though. When you're talking about using your own piss and shit for uh, fertilizing, you, you get into the problem of um, infecting yourself with your own parasites. That's why when you wipe your ass, you don't lick it off, right? Because everybody has a certain amount of parasites in them, and they're benevolent. They, they live there at a certain level. If you didn't have them, your immune system would be fucked. You wouldn't be able to digest anything. But if you, what's called, auto infect yourself, it can really throw it out of balance because you'll you'll be eating all their uh, all their uh, eggs and stuff. And this is a reason why, you know, maybe I used to like dogs getting up in my face and licking me, but, but they've uh, been
1: licking their assholes and they've got yeah. eggs in their mouth.
0: And, and you can disrupt your digestion by, uh, you know, kissing dogs um, as cute and nice as they are. You know, you, you just got to use some sense about that. Um, I,
1: uh, yeah, there's some <laughs> dogs I would not get near them at all. Some dogs you get in their face and they have just been eating out of the litter box. So you've got that too. You've got whatever well, the dog has and whatever a dog, the cat has.
0: Dogs will um, uh, have the urge to eat their own shit too because sometimes they instinctively know that their uh, digestion is out of balance, right? And they don't have enough parasites in them, so they got to re-ingest that too. Uh, and even in people, some people have uh, <clears throat> need to have... Uh, medical procedure called a uh, fecal transplant.
1: We're going to put your poop in your mouth.
0: No, usually... You have a doctor do it. Usually you get the poop from a healthier person. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that that cured Hitler, actually. Hitler uh, took extract from from uh, his soldier's shit and it cured his uh, watery diarrhea. And that's how he got hooked up with this crazy doctor who got him hooked on meth.
1: Yeah, he made the guy follow him around. Before yeah, I give a yeah. speech, I want you to shoot me up with meth. All right, here I go. Do it. Let's do it now. I'm going. i I, going. He was in character.
0: Uh, you know, I think it was a long kind of uh, decline there. And people really didn't understand uh, substance abuse like they do now.
1: He needed something to go down at night, like Michael Jackson, and he needed something to get going in the morning.
0: Hey, that comes full circle because he was the first one to really take the factory farming idea and use it against human beings in harvesting their uh, skin and all that.
1: Yeah, while they were alive. He was—he no. uh, was a motherfucker. <laughs> he was like uh, all that stuff that uh, we could do, that we could do to animals. We could do it to people, and stuff that we do to animals now, we started on people.
0: Well, he was not the first to do that, but he was the first to take the whole factory idea and apply it, like he's a, you know. Ford. Henry yeah, Ford, <laughs> fucking yeah, got yeah, people that.
1: shoulder to shoulder, fucking killing uh, each other.
0: Uh-huh. On a conveyor belt almost.
1: How many people did you kill today, Hitler? Right. Is Germany great again?
0: Yeah, they got they're so great, they'll never be forgotten in all of history.
1: They'll be remembered by alternative historians. You know, it's a it's a shame about the Nazis.
0: What's a, What about them? Such a shame. You wish they had won the war?
1: It's a shame because they had the coolest uniforms. They had these long leather fucking trench coats. Well, and, and making... Like, edges making on their, their shoulders
0: sh- and shit. Making themselves appealing and aesthetic and all that is like... just It should be the disgusting thing. Because you see you know these flag wavers flag suckers who are you know <laughs> that,
1: they're not that, in their Sunday best they're in white t-shirts with the fucking eagle on the front
0: the the tacky shit and the red hats and all that well to them that looks good because they're a fast food nation right they want a McDonald's aesthetic they don't they don't have this kind of modernist uh, you know, sw- you know, suave look, right? Um, they don't. No, that's 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 They're a bi- That's a bygone era. That's what uh, review bra is harkening back to. He always talks about how, well, this is was normal in my grandfather's day for people to dress like this. So, yeah. right, and uh, that's true. There was you a wear suits.
1: And he wears suits that are out of style. That you but can listen, get at the thrift store for $5.
0: That is the long-gone middle-brow, middle-class, and now we're at kind of a popular low-brow moment, right?
1: Yeah, the popular thing is to dress like you're the help that just showed up to unload the truck.
0: All right, all right. I mean, and to eat at McDonald's and to... and. You know, remember the hamburgers? I can, I bought over thousands of hamburgers out of my own pocket, right? Don't remember
1: because, those burgers.
0: Yeah, yeah. You remember the party where Donald Trump had his hamburger party, his fast food party in the White House? That's the aesthetic now, and uh, you know, he, to a lot of people, that looks great.
1: He wanted and, he wanted them to have fine American food at their party.
0: That's the one thing the Nazis would look down on uh, the present-day neo-Nazis for, is their lowbrow right. kind of uh, aesthetic and names. Yeah. They,
1: they're like uh, people that live in grimy apartments with each other, and they've got the nasty flag hanging on the wall.
0: Well, I, I always imagine the uh, bomber with living in his van with all those tacky, almost like, Facebook posts plastered all over his windows so that he oh, could that have some God. privacy.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you can't, yeah, he can see out, but you can't see in. And it's uh, like and professionally done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what else I saw today? The other day I saw a ad on Reddit that said, uh, you won't believe who's on Hillary's hit list. And I thought, well, geez, we've had all this hand wringing about fake news and, and all this propaganda. And how Reddit is, and all the social media people are like, oh, we're on your side and we're going to look into this and deal with this. And look, they're still taking the money and doing it. They don't care. That's all cover, I think. Uh, You know, they ban a couple of uh, racists or something. Well, just so that they can, uh, you know, keep the heat off of them and people don't jump ship. But at the end of the day, we will take money from anybody. Lowest bidder, highest bidder, whatever. They'll just take the money and run their ads. And uh, I know that a lot of the racists gleefully buy these ads and, you know, put their, even their little personal messages in there.
1: They it's project a, whatever you know. their personal message is onto yeah. these vague, open canvases that is like the mainstream
0: political content out there. Twitter will ban you. Uh, but you can always buy your way back in. They don't care. Yeah,
1: it's uh, tw- Twitter bans are not the uh, are not what they used to be. Used to be, they would just IP ban a motherfucker and we're done. This is over.
0: Well, anybody can get around that. I mean, that's the bans. That what it does is it deplatforms them, and I think that's effective um, to an extent, uh, and that the, the what is it, the uh, Streisand effect, you can see hollowed-out Alex Jones. He's been drinking too much. He's He's worn out.
1: He's big and round.
0: He's been smoking up and and eating too many fast food meals, probably. And you can see him just, like, he's past his peak. He knows it. Gets the big sweet tea. He's been deplatformed. Um, Milo is trying to sell off his self-portraits.
1: He's trying uh, to sell that ass pussy.
0: And he's in big debt. He's trying
1: to sell that all right ass pussy. You give me that. Give me that shit, Milo. Milo right. does the stuff that uh, pissy President Trump won't do.
0: Well, they're probably on the, in the same. Uh,
1: how much Same money deal. would it cost to get Milo to suck off the president in front of a room of men while somebody dumps a bucket of hot piss on the both of them, fresh out of
0: Vladimir Putin's cock? That's probably a $2 million job. It's a lot of money. Not for a billionaire. It's nothing for a billionaire. They laugh at that yeah. kind of
1: money. Well, they, they pull all their money together anyway, because they're all going up there for the weekend to Siberia. Where they've got their beautiful fucking fortresses. And yeah, they go and they piss on a president for fun. That's why they love him. That's why Russia loves Putin. is because he has that kind of power over piss boy. He's our piss boy. I was talking to somebody. They've got a friend in Russia. And this chick is basically like, yeah, of course we love Putin. He's making a total bitch of uh, Trump. It's great. This is amazing. It's like, yeah, of course you would love that. Like, what if Obama had been the one to go over there or to have Putin come over here to the White House, right? Hanging out in our back rooms and shit. The like, guy, oh, yeah, I love Obama. And he, and he goes back to Russia.
0: Uh-huh. And there would be some guy in Russia right now saying... Well, I have a friend who has a friend in America, and they love that. (laughs) (laughs) They think it's great that he's making this
1: giant nation, our enemy on the world scale, into his little piss bitch in the back room. We love it. We love it. Oh my god, I love it! I go to Starbucks and I got my big Starbucks in my one claw, and I got my Dunkin' Donuts in my right claw, and I know that the president's pissing on Vladimir Putin in the West Wing
0: with yeah. Tim yeah. Cook is there. My god, how about how about Tim? Is that Tim Cast? Is that the guy? Tim Apple? Tim Poole. Tim Cast? You heard about this guy? He was the guy who was at Occupy. Filming Black Block And trying to out them and shit Oh yeah Tim's cast and now He's like Cassandra Fairbanks He's gone He's gone Libertarian You know Libertarian with uh, Quotation marks around it Although I know a few Occupy guys That have gone Libertarian Well i there's more than a few I think it was a good 50-50 Split and uh you know you remember what happened to press storm it was a bitter bitter split on the first day of occupy between anonymous and press storm and there were you you can just extrapolate all these people at at uh occupy to this day are now you know neo-fascist fascist type uh creeps and um what, were, what business did they have doing at Occupy? Well, none really. I mean, the 99%, 1% thing that they supposedly cared about. They were the 99%. Has been scrapped. The, the, apparently, a lot of them were just there for the circus. And, uh, and a little bread, you know, too. Any No, there was no bread there. I mean, that's totally wrong. They that, were
1: raping everyone.
0: No. That's another That's another silly thing. The other though, I mean, they were the ones chanting against Breitbart at that time, but little did they know how easily they were uh, manipulated. And I think the thing is, with a big populist thing like Occupy or like Trump, for instance, or Bernie, for instance, Bernard. a lot of people... Aren't there out of principle? They're there because of the glowing flashies. The uh, what do you call it? The uh,
1: it's hitting their dopamine and their fucking morphine receptors.
0: The party. They're there for the. I'm just here for the, for the, sh- the party rush. For the show. For the for the excitement, and because it, you know, they want to express something, you know, that they uh, feel. About politics in the world, and maybe they don't know what that is. And, uh, you know, maybe they're brought on by outrage over this little thing or that little thing. You know, for instance, WikiLeaks, a lot of people were there, uh, you know, got involved with activism in general because of WikiLeaks, and I've uh, stuck with WikiLeaks through what a lot of people think is a big change. And and then we got to say, no, you know, all the signs that WikiLeaks was kind of, uh, you know, this libertarian right-wing thing that wanted to use, you know, uh, liberties, you know, I put that, you know, really questionable liberties, Uh, you know, okay, we can hack and publish anything and then play innocent, right? Right. Right? I mean, here's the thing. Uh, liberty, did you know this? In the 18th century, it was the deplorable, right? Uh, oh, you know, taking liberties would mean raping someone. It would mean murdering them. It would mean, you know, that liberty taking liberties and we still have the uh, word libertine, which still carries on that kind of uh, pejorative sense.
1: I dare say I took liberties with your wife.
0: Right. Or, liber- or your wife was a libertine, right?
1: Your wife and, was a libertine upon mine cock.
0: And uh, I wouldn't you know, that doesn't use it. She was
1: a libertine <laughs> on the end of my penis. Yeah, And I made her into my Trump that night many times. I woke up your wife in the middle of the night to make her into my Trump.
0: But Liberty and Libertarian, I think it would be alright to bring back the (coughs) pejorative sense there that really what these people are interested in is a Doing really antisocial, negative, kind of horrid things with with uh, you know oh I you know I want a factory farm for instance so basically all the things that capitalists do today um, that harms people, harms the environment you know liberty to what blow smoke into the sky to uh, keep factory farms that are so disgusting and dirty they have to wash everything in chlorine before it hits the shelves stuff you know do you really is that is that what liberty means yeah i guess so it's a pejorative right
1: you design a an animal that screams out like a human being when you're slaughtering it is that liberty
0: well yeah i mean look at uh dick cheney he had the liberty to to shoot a guy in the face While they were out hunting at this You ever heard of the way they hunt? Oh yeah. They go out to the field and some guy pops open a cage and all the birds fly out and they just blast at him.
1: And then while you're out there at your big pussy event it doesn't take much man for the Vice President Cheney to turn around and shoot you in the fucking face.
0: Oops you stepped in my way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What did you do to Cheney to make him shoot you in the face out there at the At the Little Pussy Range
0: Yeah, we're really losing steam here though uh, And I think this show's about over
1: Said I shot people in the face for less Yep Vice President Kilgore Trout of the Internet Chronicle Brought the fire and the fury On tonight's episode of Internet Chronicle Hate Radio Radio Hate is brought to you By the Hollywood blockbuster coming out Sometime after the uh, Trump pissidency, uh, The f- film chronicling the president's time As a piss-guzzling cum-whore For Russia and Chinese trillionaires uh, Entitled all the men's president As they fell one by one around him This is Chronicle.su Kilgore What about the audience? What do they do?
0: They can fuck themselves Yeah
1: yeah, and think about what while they're doing it. Think about mm-hmm. that fucking uh president at the center of the room taking Bukaki loads.
0: Uh, yeah, sure.
1: From Xi Jinping and from Kim Jong-un and from Vladimir putting it in there.
0: This is I want to write those ones down.
1: Yeah, don't don't forget those all the of, all, of everything that we talked about tonight Really just remember the Those names
0: Those terrible puns, names Wordplay, nameplay We don't, we don't. That's the kind of shit
1: that we don't do At Chronicle.su Yeah
0: And I uh, shouldn't have done that Sweetest This is the Internet fun. Chronicle it's feels that Georgia, I said, Georgia, Georgia.